Chapter 13 Lifetime Membership You can never lose your membership in Hashem's exclusive club. Rabbi Kiva Eger says, Even if one ignores the entire Torah, he is still considered a full-fledged Jew. Hashem made a pact with Avram Avinu and his descendants, and it's not dependent on any of our actions. The Mishnah says, if someone promises not to derive any benefit from an uncircumcised person, the law is he may benefit from an uncircumcised Jew and he may not benefit from any Gentile, even one who is circumcised. And if one promises not to derive benefit from a circumcised person, then the halacha is he may not benefit from any Jew even a Jew who is uncircumcised, and yet he may benefit from any Gentile, even one who is circumcised. The simple logic behind the ruling is, since most Jews are circumcised and most Gentiles are not, the term uncircumcised generally refers to non-Jews and the term circumcised generally refers to Jews. We therefore conclude that although there may be an uncircumcised Jew or a circumcised Gentile, that exception was not what this person had in mind when he made his declaration, since he intended to refer to the group, and not an individual, but the general group that is circumcised or not circumcised. However, on a deeper level, the Mishnah has another understanding. In Pre Tzadik, Reb Tzadik HaKayin says, Ha'ar la'enoi be'etzem halev, rak al yidei ha'yetzahara, when a person cuts off contact from all circumcised people, the reason that it includes all Jews, even those who are not circumcised, is because even a non-circumcised Jew is still included in the category of circumcised, since that is his essence. So too, even when you feel that your heart is covered over and over and blocked from sensing holiness and spirituality, you must know and believe that it is only due to an external evil inclination that is preventing you from feeling connected to Hashem, but nothing has changed with your essence. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Lights out. It was 2 a.m., and the Greenbergs just got home from a family wedding when suddenly, poof, all the lights went out. The parents scrambled to find candles and somehow managed to get all the nine kids into pajamas and tucked into bed. Mr. Greenberg was worried that perhaps the entire house would require rewiring. Walls would have to be ripped out. The family would need to move out and rent a temporary house for a few months. Who knows what expense and difficulty this would bring. The next day, the electrician came, and Mr. Greenberg was relieved to find that the electrical wiring was actually completely intact and fully operational. The problem was just that the main cable from the street had become disconnected. Once the outside connection was repaired, the internal wiring worked perfectly. Authentic Yiddish Guide believes that only your outer circuit breaker can stop functioning properly. However, your internal spiritual wiring is always functional and ready to carry spiritual currents throughout 
your holy essence. The Pritzadik continues, Therefore, even if you've already performed so many sins that your evil inclination already moved in, got comfy, and even took control of your mind and your heart, even in this horrible, miserable situation, your pintaliyid, rooted deep inside of you, is completely intact. It's merely covered with many disgusting thick layers of schmutz. Hashem, who sees past your external flaws and mistakes, sees the indestructible goodness deep inside of you that always radiates holiness and godliness. The Nesiv Shalom brings down from the Sabbath Kadisha Milechavich, Kal Yehudi Every Jew is like a diamond. Vegam imhu b'shval hamatziv u'mashuka bebutz ein lehisyayish mimenu rak tzarech laharem oisay u'lenakoisay ki az yuchsar elav oiray hanoitzis kibirishayna. Every Jew is like a diamond, and even if it is lying in filth. You just need to lift it up and clean off the dirt to reveal its original shine. Let's analyze this analogy. Most things are affected when they come into contact with exterior elements, as the dirt becomes ingrained into the essence of the objects, thereby causing them to lose their original shine and become essentially changed forever. However, a diamond simply does not absorb any outside elements, and therefore, its interior essence can never be penetrated or internally affected. Therefore, the focus of those who work with diamonds is not to improve the actual diamond itself, since there is nothing lacking in the actual stone. Their focus is only to remove the exterior layers of schmutz that were merely blocking the diamond's glorious shine that was there. All along, the Arve Nachal says, So too our heavenly neshama, our soul, is an actual piece of godliness that cannot absorb any outside dirt, and therefore its essence can never be penetrated or affected in any way. And that's what the Pritzadik means when he says, Even rebels and intentional sinners have the sweet, pure scent of Ganeden emanating from within them. Authentic Yiddishkeit understands that when dealing with a Yid who has fallen from grace, the focus is not to improve the actual neshama, because nothing is essentially wrong with the neshama. It is still radiating purity and sweetness. Rather, our focus is simply to remove the exterior layers of schmutz that are merely blocking its glorious shine. Although this concept seems simple and crystal clear, we may still find that when we sin, we still cannot stop feeling distant from Hashem. This feeling can be motivational, as it may spur you to repent and work your way back to Hashem. However, you may find that the Sahara takes advantage of your situation and hijacks your mind. He will try to convince you that although Hashem stuck with Klal Yisrael until now, this time, you went too far, and it's all over. He will push you to feel more distant and detached from Hashem until you become convinced that it is simply not possible for Hashem to still want you to be near Him. And even if you would accept that maybe Hashem would accept you back if you completely changed your ways and worked your way back to Him, you'll still believe that Hashem certainly does not want to hear from you right now, in your low situation that you're in right now, Absolutely not. He is not interested in hearing from you, right? Wrong. So the question is, why? 
I mean, if all the holy Svarim and all of our great Torah leaders tell us not to feel that way, then what is it that causes us to feel distant from Hashem? What or who is it that can twist things around so much and make us feel the opposite of what we are supposed to feel? We are supposed to feel just as close to Hashem after we sin as before we sin. So who is responsible for the fact that we really don't feel that way? The Baal Yisrael HaAvoida explains beautifully, Ein kavon you guessed it. This too is the working of the evil Yetzirah. His main objective when he gets you to sin is not just to make you sin and do an Avera. He has much bigger plans for you. He has a much bigger agenda. He wants you to sin so that after he can deflate you. He can deflate your spirit and pull you into a state of despair. First, he pulls you to do the sin. And now he comes over to you like the big tzaddik and he says to you, look at what you just did. You're such a lowlife. You're such a rebel. He causes you to feel ashamed and separated from Hashem. And once you feel separated, then you are separated. When you feel that you're distant and separated from Hashem, then you become that way. The evil Yetzirah capitalizes on the situation that he's the one who trapped you into to begin with. And then he focuses all of his energy on convincing you that you are now unwanted by Hashem. You blew it. Your lifetime membership has been revoked. You are being stripped of your badge. Once you have bought into this completely false concept and you feel that you have become nidach, unwanted, cast away, a perpetual loser that can never succeed, well, then the game really is over. And then you really are a loser. But is that the truth? No. The Nesiv Shalom says, Included in the main purpose of creation, it is expressly the concept that is written in Sefer Shmuel that the one who is pushed away shall not be pushed away. That is the will of Hashem. Hashem does not want us to ever feel pushed away from Him. The expression, the one who is pushed away shall never be pushed away, seems a little bit odd. Because if we're worried that this person is being pushed away now, that means he wasn't already pushed away. So why is he called a nidach, someone who was already pushed away? Shouldn't it rather say, So that a person, a nice good Jew, should not get pushed away? Why do we refer to this person that we're worried about pushing away as already a nidach, someone who is pushed away? The explanation is, only a person who already considers himself a nidach, pushed away from his connection to Hashem, is at risk of actually becoming pushed away. For if you would believe that no matter what you say or do, you will always remain a beloved child to Hashem and a full-fledged member of Klal Yisrael, then nothing could ever make you feel pushed away. And that's what the Nesiva Shalom explains. Targish vitamin. You should feel and believe that God Himself 
dwells with you inside your impurity. Authentic Yiddishkeit understands that Hashem remains with us even if we fall to the lowest possible spiritual level. We must know and remember that we can never become separated from Hashem, no matter what we do. This knowledge should make you get up and dance. Yeah, okay, we're going to wait now while you do your thing. Okay, come on, let's hear it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, let's calm down now. We got a book to read here. The Rambam says, Gam kisha oiver al kula, even if a Jew transgresses on all of the commandments of the Torah, his status of being a Yid is not revoked, and he may halachically still marry a Jew. If you manage to somehow internalize that no matter what the Yitzhahara causes you to do against the will of Hashem, even if you transgress the entire Torah, and that takes a lot of time and energy, you are still a beloved and wanted son to Hashem, then no force could ever push you away. Face it, you were born into the holy Jewish nation, and nothing you can do will ever change your status. And if anything, or anyone, or anybody, or any anything, tries to convince you otherwise, it's false. It's against the Torah, and it is the evil inclination himself. And that's what the Mishnahis in Sanhedrin says, Kal Yisrael yesh lehem chelek haba. The Mishnah says every Jew has a portion in the world to come, as it says, and your nation is kulam tzadikim, all righteous. Now, 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 hang on one second. Can we honestly say that every single Jew acts like a pure and holy tzadik? The amich kulam tzadikim. The pre tzadik of tzadik says yes. In Hashem's eyes, every single Jew is considered to be a pure and holy tzaddik, even those who are not currently acting like one. Authentic Yiddishkeit believes that every single Yid has a pure neshama whose internal infinite power can never be tainted, defiled, or removed, even after he may have sinned repeatedly and fallen to the lowest levels of spiritual impurity. Everyone is holy. Yes, even you. So now let's make you smile from the geschmack of a shtikl Torah. The Mishnah says in Avos, Al testakel bekankan, el Don't evaluate the contents in a jug based on the appearance of the jug. Or, as the famous saying goes, don't judge a book by its cover. In the very same vein, now we can confidently state, never judge a Jew by his behavior. In Sefer Chaim Shel Torah, it says, "V'oymim al tzad atzachos al v'nake lo yinake she'im taser min v'nake yinake oisi is kankan yishar yudke vavke shem harachimim." Now listen to this very carefully. The Torah says, "V'nake lo yinake." If somebody sins and repents, then Hashem cleans him, and if he doesn't repent, then Hashem does not clean him. However, since we just noted that we must not look at the kankan. The exterior, therefore, we have to remove the letters kankan from yinake vinake. Kankan. Kuf nun kuf nun. So now let's go back to the Torah. The Torah says vinake lo yinake. 
take out the words kan kan, the letters kuf nun kuf nun, scratch that off, and you're not going to believe what's left. We had vinake and yinake, vav nun kuf hey, yud nun kuf hey. We took out the words kan kan because it says al tastakol Don't look at the kan kan. So take off nun kuf nun kuf, and you're left with the letters vav hey yud hey. And when you unscramble those letters, you have Yudke Vavke, which is the name of Hashem reflecting mercy. The practical lesson is, only by looking past the kankan, the exterior, of every Jew, can you expose the inner godliness that is within him. But wait, there's even more. In order to complete the name of Hashem, you need Two letters from the word Venake, which represents the group of sinners who repent, but we also need to take two letters from the words Yinake, which represents the group of sinners who did not repent. Again, we had the words Venake and then Yinake. The Venake was the ones who repent. And when we take that word with the word Yinake, which is reflecting the sinners who did not repent, and we take out the letters of Kankan, Kufnun, Kufnun, we're left with the shame Havaya, the shame of mercy. But in order to actually accomplish to have the four letters of Hashem, you need two from the words Venake, which is the sinner who repented, but you also needed the two letters from the word Yinake, reflecting the sinner who did not repent yet. This teaches us an unbelievable lesson. This teaches us that the spiritually superior, clean group of Jews cannot form the name of Hashem on their own. The only way to complete the name of Hashem is when both groups of Jews join together as one. The ones who don't sin need the help of the ones who do sin in order to grow together and merge together and combine together and complete the holy name of Hashem. But don't stop reading now because it's about to get even better. The Holy Sfarim teach us that the letters Yud and He of Hashem's name are on a higher level than the letters Vav and He. Now, if you go back again and think about what we just said, you're going to notice something absolutely incredible. The word Vinake, referring to those who are forgiven and cleansed, utilizes the letters Vav and He from Hashem's name, whereas the word Yinake, referring to those people who are not yet worthy of being purified, that utilizes the letters Yud and He, which represent even more mercy from Hashem. Most people would be shocked and unable to comprehend this concept. I mean, how? How is this possible? However, you were smart enough to buy or borrow this Sefer. And if you didn't just open up to this page right now and you actually read it from the beginning until now, then you know the answer to this question and you know that the answer is really simple. Authentic Yiddishkeit believes that the further away you are from Hashem, the more mercy you need to bring you back home. And therefore Hashem stands ready to bestow more mercy upon you. Why? Come on, you know this. Because Hashem loves you and your essence is truly solid gold. Ah, Gewaldig. Let's review all the Authentic Yiddish Guides of Section 2. Authentic Yiddish Guide understands that you should not despair and you should not give up on trying to repent, rebuild, and reconnect to Hashem because every sin you do is only due to external stumbling blocks and it does not properly represent who you really are. For your essence is a pure soul and your pure soul is a piece of God 
So how could you be bad? Authentic Yiddishkeit believes that someone may seem to be enjoying himself and partying out of control, but that does not mean that he is really satisfied with his life. In fact, the partying might very well be a manifestation of tremendous inner pain that is eating him up to the point that he cannot deal with it any other way. He is not dancing. He is gasping for life. Authentic Yiddishkeit understands that no one in his right mind would ever willingly choose to go against the will of his Creator by engaging in any form of sin. Therefore, your sinning against Hashem was obviously only caused by outside influences that temporarily seized control of your mind and caused you to act against your true inner will. Authentic Yiddishkeit understands the concept of a mature, normal, functioning adult can lose control to the point that he can make incredibly wrong decisions that are inconsistent with his true ideals and life's mission. Authentic Yiddishkeit believes if we clung to worthless idols, Hashem still loved us even more than He loves perfect heavenly angels who never sin or mess up, then He certainly loves us, each and every one of us, regardless of what sins we are currently doing. For our actions never affect our true relationship with Hashem. Authentic Yiddishkeit understands the unbreakable, unconditional love that Hashem has for each and every Jew to be precisely as we described in scenario number three. Hashem has been following behind you step by step, even as you descended into the depths of sin, and He is standing behind you right now, anxiously waiting for you to just turn around and feel close to Him again. Authentic Yiddishkeit clearly believes that no matter how low you sink, Hashem will always be on your side. Believe it or not, there is actually nothing you can possibly do to make Hashem stop rooting for you, and therefore you can always put your full trust in Him. He's on your side. Why should He help you? Because He wants to. Authentic Yiddishkeit believes that no matter what you did in the past and no matter what situation you are currently in, Hashem is always waiting for you with open arms and there is always a path leading you right back to Hashem. Always. Authentic Yiddishkeit believes that since essentially we come directly from the source of all goodness, even if we find ourselves completely transformed into a state of impurity and spiritual corruption, we can always return, rejuvenate, and reconnect to our pure source of holiness. Authentic Yiddishkeit believes that no matter how bad someone is acting, you can always tap into his pure essence that has not been affected and return him to his place in the world of building. Authentic Yiddishkeit believes that only your outer circuit breaker can stop functioning properly. However, your internal spiritual wiring is always functional and ready to carry spiritual currents throughout your holy essence. Authentic Yiddishkeit understands that when dealing with a Yid who has fallen from grace, the focus is not to improve the actual neshama because nothing is essentially wrong with the neshama. It is still radiating purity and sweetness. Rather, our focus is simply to remove the exterior layers of schmutz that are merely blocking its glorious shine. 
Authentic Yiddishkeit understands that Hashem remains with us even if we fall to the lowest possible spiritual level. We must know and remember that we can never become separated from Hashem. Authentic Yiddishkeit believes that every single Yid has a pure neshama whose internal infinite power can never be tainted, defiled, or removed, even after he may have sinned repeatedly and have fallen to the lowest levels of spiritual impurity. Everyone, yes, even you. Authentic Yiddishkeit believes that the further away you are from Hashem, the more mercy you need to bring you back home. And therefore, Hashem is ready to bestow mercy, more mercy, upon you.